The United States and Mexico are so closely intertwined economically, it makes sense for their intellectual property systems to harmonize more closely. That's the thinking behind a new work-sharing agreement between the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office and the Mexican Institute of Industrial Property, or IMPI. Joining me with the details, the director of the USPTO, Andre Iancu. Mr. Iancu, good to have you back. Great to be with you, Tom. Tell us what's going on between USPTO and the Mexican IMPI work-sharing. Tell us about what's going on. Well, uh, the United States and uh, Mexico have had a long-standing uh, work-sharing relationship uh, when it comes to intellectual property, and our friendship is quite deep. But uh, we have now taken it to a, to a new level. And uh, just uh, last week, I was in Mexico City along with Secretary of Commerce Wilbur Ross to meet with our counterparts in Mexico. We signed a, a new type of work-sharing agreement between the USPTO and MP which is the Mexican Intellectual Property Office. And this new work-sharing agreement makes it significantly easier for folks who obtain a U.S. patent to also obtain a Mexican patent, if they so choose. And how does that work? For now, we only signed the Memorandum of Understanding, and our two respective teams are still working to, uh, to implement. But the idea is that once a patent is issued by the United States government, the applicant can so indicate to the uh, to, to MP in Mexico and ask for a corresponding patent. And if they do that, then the Mexican office would make increased use of the work done by the U.S. PTO and uh, process that patent application in just a matter of a few short months. So all of this examination and background checking that has to be done by U.S. examiners, that work would be preserved? for use by the Mexican MP? Yeah, and presumably most of it will be used by MP and relied upon by them. Um, current pendency times in Mexico for patent applications is on the order of magnitude of years. In fact, for some applications approaching five years and the like. By relying on the work done by the U.S. Patent Office, they can hopefully process it literally within just a few months. And when U.S. patent examiners do this work pursuant to granting a patent, do they also look at art and background work done in Mexico as well as in the United States? Of course. And in fact, not just in those two countries, but when we search for prior art, we look worldwide because prior art, printed publications, other patents, for example, from anywhere in the world would be relevant to, to the grant of a U.S. application as well as to the grant of a Mexican application. And what about the other way, someone obtaining a, a patent in Mexico and therefore being able to get one from the United States? Does this work in that direction also? This particular agreement does not work direct, uh, in, in that direction, but we have other work-sharing agreements that uh, do work in that direction as well. I should say that the number of applications um, is, uh, from the U.S. to the Mexican office is, is quite high, so about half of the applications that MP gets are from the United States. I was going to say, in terms of the economies, the United States is a larger economy, and I imagine it is outnumbering Mexico pretty highly when it comes to just the number of patent applications and patents granted. That is true. And in addition, Mexico is a very important trading partner for the United States. It's one of the top trading partners from, for the United States, a very important economy for our companies for them to do business in. And on top of that, we are now 
in the midst of ratifying the USMCA. As you know, President Trump signed for the United States last week. Mexico has already ratified. We're now waiting for Canada. But having this agreement done at this time is especially meaningful. Now, this agreement is pursuant to or coincident with some of the articles in that new trade agreement. Well, it's in furtherance of the, uh, of the USMCA. And in fact, Article 20.15 of the USMCA expressly calls for enhanced patent cooperation and work sharing between the three signatories, the United States, Mexico and Canada. And uh, this agreement, to some extent, actually represents implementation even before full ratification of the USMCA. So um, all around, we're very, uh, very proud of this achievement. We're speaking with Andre Yanku, the director of the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. And getting back to the work sharing part of this, will this change current patent examiners' lives in any way? In uh, Mexico, it will make it easier for the Mexican um, uh, patent examination to proceed at an expedited pace because the Mexican Patent Office will, if asked by the applicant, will be able to use the work done by the U.S. patent examiners. So it won't increase the workload for U.S. patent examiners, but it will make life easier for the Mexican ones, sounds like. Yes, dramatically so. In fact, when... Uh, we were in Mexico during the signing ceremony. The background that uh, the Mexican government had for our signing ceremony uh, said in big letters, and I probably will mispronounce this, but uh, it said something like, mas patentes, mas rápido, because that's the goal, to be able to get more patents on a faster track in Mexico once the USPTO has done uh, the work here in the U.S. for corresponding patents. And I guess in some sense, it's easy for Americans to maybe underestimate the Mexican economy and the ingenuity it engenders, even though a lot of maybe lower cost labor is done there. There still, I imagine, is a pretty big engineering and scientific establishment that's quite active in Mexico, correct? Absolutely. There is the Mexican economy is very innovative, very creative. And, uh, and this is not new. That's been the case for a long time. You know, when I was uh, in Mexico last week, and I spoke about, about the importance of this, this agreement and the relationship between the two countries. I gave the example of a great Mexican inventor, Guillermo González Camarena, who was born in Guadalajara, Mexico. And before he was 20 years old, he invented an early color television transmission system. He got a patent in Mexico in 1940, and then he got a patent in the United States in 1942. And he sent his first color television transmission in Mexico in the 1940s. But then his invention was also used by the U.S. on NASA's Voyager mission to take color images of the planet Jupiter. And this type of longstanding collaboration, not just between IP offices, but between the two countries, is longstanding. And, and, and that's a, I thought that that was a wonderful example of the innovation that can take place anywhere in the world, and Mexico without, with no exception. Didn't happen in the grand towers of RCA. What will your measures of success going forward be with this new improved work-sharing arrangement? Well, look, the uh, ultimate measure of success um, will be the actual use by our stakeholders. Um, as I've mentioned, almost half of all Mexican patent applications are of U.S. origin, and my hope is that 
this large proportion of U.S. applicants in Mexico will make use of this agreement and leverage this uh, new collaborative arrangement um, and, in that sense, really help American companies doing business in Mexico, but at the same time, really allow IMPI, the Mexican IP office, to achieve much greater efficiencies and attract a more American business. And a final peripherally related question on the dependence time. I noticed, uh, well, I attended about a year and a half ago the ceremony marking the 10 millionth U.S. patent. That was in June of 2018, I believe. And then just the other week, I was reading a patent granted since then, and it was number 10,450,000, roughly. It seems like the pace is accelerating of U.S. granting patents. The uh, pace is indeed accelerating, and in... 2019, we granted more patents in the United States than ever before. And not only that, the pendency time is going. So um, at the end of the last fiscal year, which, as you know, closed at the end of September 2019, our total average pendency for the U.S. Patent Office was under 24 months, which is a fantastic achievement. And you have confidence in the quality of those patents, too, then? We very much have confidence in the quality of the patents, and in fact, we continuously improve the quality. These accelerated pendency times are done while at the same time we are strengthening the quality of examination in the office. Andre Yanku is director of the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Thanks so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive, along with a link to more information. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.